Now, today's a day, the first Sunday of the month is one I always look forward to because I love to hear from our pastor, Feast. He's going to be preaching today. Yeah, we won't take too long today because we know we have baptism. But first of all, I just want to thank Pastor Andy for the trust. I will never say thank you enough. I keep on saying thank you because it's not easy. You know, whenever you're giving someone the pulpit, he can destroy things or he can build them. So whenever you get a chance, <laughs> you must really take it serious. And I say thank you to all of, all of you. And I believe the message today is going to help somebody. It's a very deep message, and I just want to ask you guys to accept it the way it is. Amen. Uh, I'm not a racist, but this message looks like, but it's good because it's helping the church to grow and to change some of the things, to change a way of doing things. Hallelujah. Okay, let's bow our head and pray before we start. Father God, we are here for you and we want to hear from you. Help me to speak exactly the way you wanted me to speak to your people. Or I can even say, come and speak to your people through me, and may this word help your people to understand some of the things. Holy Spirit, come and control this time. In Jesus' name we pray and we say, Amen. Okay, so I want you to pay attention. I know you are paying attention whenever I'm preaching. Thank you for that. And do it again today. Okay? So we're going to speak uh, about God-likeness. You know, um, it's something very, very important to understand. Now, the big problem we're having today in the church is division. The church is so divided, and we're trying to know why are we so divided. And even this morning, I was invited to a church, and I was really disappointed because I thought it was uh, a church the way I was just <laughs> expecting it, but I was really discouraged. The guy was at a church. I wish he could stay there and serve God there, but he wanted to go and start his own church. But sincerely, I was a little bit discouraged to see. It's, it's, it's not really something to do. So I was asking myself, why are people trying to divide themselves, to divide, to divide, and starting some small, small churches? I, but I'm not glad to know why. But I understand it's because of one thing. It's what I call the superiority complex. Are you getting this? So superiority complex is something we, we all have. We all reach at a point where we think like we are better than. Hallelujah. And it's happened to all of us. Maybe at school, you may be very smart and you'll say, oh, I am superior than others. And that thing is creating so many divisions because other people are feeling bad whenever you're trying to act like you are superior than them and they don't have any choice than to go and have their own group where they, they look like. <laughs> Amen. That's why you see, uh, like African people, they would prefer to go to an African church. So they're, they're feeling more comfortable being there. And uh, other white people, they think, no, you know, we must be at our church and we feel comfortable there. But um, it's, it's not something very good. Hallelujah. And you understand why it's not good. 
my preaching today goes straight to the very beginning of the history of Christians. There were a group of people who had this work to write the Bible and to translate it. And because they had to write it and translate it, they had an idea to make some images, to make things to be easy to understand. Because, you know, there are other people who don't know how to read, but they can understand images. So people are drawing things, and easily people can understand, it means this, it means this, it means this. And most of us here, when we're studying uh, school, they were teaching us with images, and uh, it helps a lot to understand so many things. Hallelujah. Are we together, church? Are we together? You're too concentrated. So, <laughs> I'm a little bit afraid of you guys, the way you're looking at me. <laughs> So, <laughs> so I, I just want you to feel comfortable. I want to tell you a story just for you guys to relax because you too concentrate. You know, today we sang a song, This Is My Desire. You know, me and my wife, Ellen, we met in Zimbabwe. That's where I met my wife. And that's where we started everything in Zimbabwe. So before we become husband and wife, we were in the same choir. So, guess what? Whenever they were asking Ellen to sing a song, she'll come only with that song. This is my desire. Every time. Then I was like, why? <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. If you just work Ellen, even when she's sleeping, and say, can you lead a song? Be sure she'll lead that song. So whenever we're singing this song, I remember Ellen. She was putting some glasses when we were in Zimbabwe. I don't know where she threw them. She had some glasses and she was beautiful at the time. <laughs> so, it's a funny story. If it's not funny, you can make it funny. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, I go back to my message now. So, people wanted to have some images to help people understand what is it all about. They wanted to teach people about the gospel. But many people, like back there in Africa, where I'm coming from, many people are not educated. It's like they, they didn't go to school, and they don't understand, they don't know how to read. So those first people who went there decided to go with a book with images. So guess what? They put something in our mind, which I want to destroy today. What is that? Today, if I call my son Gabriel and say, can you describe God? You know what my son would tell me? God is an old, an old white guy with white beard. <laughs> and we all know that, right? So this started with our ancestors. They tell them God was a white guy, old, with a big voice, oh, and with white beard. Are we together? That's what we know about God, right? And our ancestors took that and tell their sons. And their sons tell our parents, and our parents told us that God, he's a white guy, old, with a big voice, with white beard, which is not true. God is not white. God is not black. God is white. God is black. God is yellow. God is red. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, here's another thing. Jesus is from Israel. So, 
I think Jesus was looking like Asan. Please, Asan, can you stand up? Can you please stand up? So make him look young, but the same Asan. <laughs> Give him 33 years. So maybe Jesus was looking exactly like Asan because Asan is from that area. Thank you, sir. You can have your seats. But today, what we have, we see a white Jesus with blue eyes, which is false. It's not true. So why are people doing this? Because other people want to be superior than others. And we must destroy that. Because it's not true. Because of these small, small things, the church is divided today. Many Africans and Asians are thinking like, Jesus is a white guy. So whenever you're talking about Jesus, they think, okay, you're talking about the God of white people. We must destroy that. Hallelujah. I told you the message will be deep. That's the way it is. I was reading in John chapter 4 verse 9. I saw the story of a Samaritan woman with Jesus. This problem didn't start today. This problem started very long time ago. There was a problem between Jewish and Samaritans. And if you read the conversation of Jesus and that woman, you feel that superior complex or superiority complex. Yes, that's the word. So that woman was trying to show Jesus that she was better than Jesus. And Jesus also was trying to show that woman that he was superior than him. <laughs> it was like, like a very good conversation there. When you read it, you'll feel that. Because this one is presenting some evidence. She's saying, no, you know, you want to say that you are greater than our father Jacob, the one who did this, who did this, and he drinks even the water from this. And she went again and said, you know, our ancestors are worshipping or were worshipping at this mountain. But you, Jewish, are saying we must go and worship in Jerusalem. But I love the answer of Jesus. Jesus said, the time is coming and the time it has come already. Where the true worshiper will worship God in spirit and truth. Are we together, church? I want to, okay, I allow you to look at me now. I won't be afraid because I'm already in the mood. Hallelujah. The true worshipers, and the Father is looking for those worshipers. The one who are worshiping him in truth and spirit. Or we can say in spirit and truth. And understand one thing. Whenever we're talking about worshiping God in spirit, is to penetrate a certain level where other people cannot penetrate. That's the spirit, because God himself is, is a spiritual being. God is not physical. That's why I said, we can't say God is white and God has that big voice or God has those white beard. No. God is a spiritual being. But listen to this. We can see God through his creation. Are we together, church? So, there's another point coming. To worship God in truth. To worship God in truth is to understand what is true. And today I want to tell you what is. And whenever you're going to know this, you change your way of worshiping God. Because when you get to understand who you are and who God is, things are going to change from now. You won't be doing things as you were doing yesterday. You take a decision from now to do things in a very different way. Are we together, church? Mm-hmm. Come on, let's open our Bibles now. Now open, open your Bible in Genesis chapter 1 verse 26 and understand one thing. Pastor Andy, can you please help us reading this? Yeah. Are you excited, church? I want to see you being excited because I'm bringing you good news. 
Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. Then God said, Let us make man in our image, in our likeness, mm -hmm. so that they may rule over the fish in mm -hmm. the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock mm -hmm. and all the wild animals and over all the creatures that move mm -hmm. along the ground. Amen. Can you continue, please? Go to turn seven. Uh-huh. So God created mankind. Listen to this. Listen to this. This is the right place now to listen. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Hmm. Can you read that last part, please, again? And let's listen to this. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Hallelujah. Amen. Please, sorry. Be there and read for me for the last time. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's good for you to read. Yeah. Read for us Galatians chapter 3 verse 26. Galatians. In Genesis, you understand that God created men. We can say a male and a female in his own image. God didn't create a black guy first. God didn't create a white guy first. God didn't create a red guy first. God created someone in his own image and likeness. And if you get to understand this from the beginning, things are going to change. We are all created in the image of God. You may be red, white, black, yellow. We are all created in the image of God. Let's go, sir. Galatians 3. 1 verse, uh, 326 here. 326. Galatians 326. Hmm. So... In Christ Jesus, mm -hmm. you are all children Hallelujah. of God through faith. Hallelujah. Continue again, sir. For all of you who were baptized into Christ have clothed yourselves with Christ. Mm -hmm. There is neither Jew nor mm. Gentile, mm -hmm. neither slave nor free, mm -hmm. nor is there male and female. Mm -hmm. For you are all one. In Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. If you belong to Christ, mm -hmm. then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Can you put our hands together for the word of God? <laughs> if there's someone who is sleeping right now, just try to wake him up. Because I'm finishing in very few minutes. Esther, help me to wake up. I'm missing. I miss I have a good news for you, my brother. You just sit very well and listen to me. Amen. Church, we are all children of God. According to the Bible, there's no one who is superior than other. We are all children. We are all children. And in Jesus, there's no those difference or differences. Like this one is coming from this area. is not better than me. This one is coming from this area. is better than me. No, we are all equal. We are all children of God. Amen. Then we must stop being divided. Because nobody is superior than others. Nobody, I repeat it, nobody. You may be a black guy, you may be a white guy, you may be, I don't know, with a blue color. You are not superior than others. Look how the devil is bringing stupidity in our minds. He's trying to tell us that we are superior than others, but he's taking us very far. I'll give you a simple example. Let's take the continent, the African continent, and the American continent. You see people saying, no, we are from Africa. We can't be with you guys, right? So we give them a chance to say, okay, you African, stay there and do your own things, right? 
And among them Africans, you hear again a division, people saying, I'm from Congo and you're from Ethiopia. They are divided again. And the same people from Congo, we say, okay, you guys are okay. You can stay there as Congolese. That's fine for you. But the very same people, they are divided again. They're saying, you are speaking Swahili and you are speaking Lingala. Man, okay. You people are speaking Swahili. Stay alone and do your things. And among them, you find division again. They say, the Swahili you're speaking is not pure. <laughs> and in Swahili, you call it, this Swahili is not Swahili Bora. And they're divided again. And the same people who are speaking Swahili Bora, they're like, mm, you must be from Tanzania. <laughs> you see how things are becoming. And you see that division going down, 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 up to a family. Yeah. People are being divided. Because of the way they are looking, we call it in French morphology. I don't know how you call it in English. So the way a person is looking, people from Rwanda, they'll say, no, we are Rwandese. Okay, you Rwandese today. But among them, we found Utu and Tutsi. Are you getting this? And among the Tutsi, they're, mm, this Tutsi is from Uganda. Where are we going, church? We must stop this. We are all children. We are all children. We have one father we are worshiping. So it's time for the church to stop division. It's time for us to understand that we are all equal. We are all children. The day we'll get to understand this, things will start to change. Then you won't be looking people down thinking like they are less than you because you understand that you are all children. Gabriel cannot tell Valisha that is better than him. Never. I'm their father. They are all equal. Gabriel may, may be the elder brother, but he's not better than Valisha. They are all my children. That's the way God is considering us. Right. You may be white today. It's a blessing for you to be white. You didn't ask to be white. I didn't ask to be a black guy. This is a decision of God. So you don't have to blame me because I'm a black guy. Why? I didn't ask to be a black guy. I am who God wanted me to be. So you must love me the way I am. That's right. That's right. We love you. So you are forced to love me the way I am. Even though I'm very dark. I'm not that dark. But is dark than me. <laughs> we must love him the way he is. He didn't ask God to be that black. And if you are light, you didn't ask to be light. So why should we continue being divided? Because of the things we didn't ask. God himself decided to send a group of people in Asia, a group of people from America, and a group of people in Africa, and all over the world. So from now on, why don't we respect each other? Why don't we consider each other and love each other? As the children of God, there's no one who is superior than others. This is a short message I wanted to bring to the church to change the way of seeing things. God is not white. Jesus is not that white guy with blue eyes. Jesus is from Asia. And what is painful, when you ask a small child, can you draw for me certain, you will draw a black guy. Why? I don't like this kind of things. And because I have this opportunity to stand in front of you and tell you this, I must take this chance and tell you that we are not happy with this. We must tell the truth. The devil is not black. The Bible says he was called Lucifer, the angel of light. So instead of putting a black guy looking very bad, put him even a black guy with gold everywhere. Because that's the nature of the devil. African are being hurt with that. And I must tell you that. 
Why don't we start right now and change things? The devil is not that black guy, and God is not a white guy. God is you, God is me. We are seeing God by looking at you, by looking at me, we see God. Because God is invisible, but we can see God through his creation. You were created in the image of God. And whenever I see you, I respect you because I see God in you. Let's love one another. Nobody asked to be a white guy. It's a chance for you to be a white guy. It's a chance for you to be a black guy. Thank God for who you are because you were in the likeness of God. That's why my message today was about God's likeness. You are the image of God. I am the image of God. We are all children. There's no one who is superior than other one. So stop considering yourself like less than others. You are in the image of God. You are a God where you are. Because the Bible says after creating, God put his spirit in that body. And the body become alive. So if you are who you are, it means you have the spirit of God in you. And you must be proud of that. Amen. Amen. May God bless you. Amen. This is a great light of the nation's message today. Amen. You know, our skin colors are different, but if you were to take a knife and cut my skin, and then I stood next to my black brother here, you cut his skin, you know what color comes out? It's all the same. Bring my Nepali friends up here, do the same thing. It's going to be the same. We're all made from one blood. And the best thing now is that we know that in Christ Jesus, we all can have the same heritage. In Jesus, we are all children of God. Amen.